Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 154 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the freedom to read your word. Help us learn more about you and your ways today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a look at Luke chapter 21. We start out reading about the widow who gave out of her lack rather than her abundance. Let us prayerfully consider the gifts we give to the Lord. Jesus warns his disciples and us to be careful that we are not led astray by people who profess to teach in his name. He gives us signs of the end times. He also tells us not to panic or be afraid. In verse 13, he says, this will be a time, an opportunity for you to bear testimony. May we look at whatever persecution that may come as an opportunity to tell others about Jesus. Verses 17 through 19 say, and you will be hated, despised by everyone because you bear my name and for its sake, but not a hair on your head shall perish. By your steadfastness and patient endurance, you shall win the true life of your souls. Let us be patient and endure through to the end, my friend. Jesus is with us and is waiting for us. Or maybe he will come to us before we go to him, as verse 27 says, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with great, transcendent, and overwhelming power and all his kingly glory, majesty, and splendor. Ah, oh, what a day that will be. Lastly, Jesus tells us to be on our guard and pray that we will have the strength and ability to endure to the end and escape the wrath of God. Let's see what vision John writes about in Revelation chapter 5. John saw an amazing vision in this chapter. There was a scroll that was sealed and no one could open it except Jesus, the Lamb of God. When Jesus took the scroll, the 24 elders of the Sanhedrin fell down and worshipped him. They each have golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. It is comforting to know our prayers are ever heard before the Lord. Verses 9 and 10 say, With your blood you purchased men unto God from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom, royal race, and priests to our God. Let us worship our Lord and King today, knowing he suffered and died to make us part of his royal family. And then tens of thousands in heaven proclaimed, Deserving is the Lamb who was sacrificed to receive all the power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and majesty, glory and splendor and blessing. Let us worship with all of heaven today. Let's see what's happening in 1 Kings chapter 21. Ahab is distraught because of the news he received from a prophet. Feeling dejected, he went to his neighbor and asked for his vineyard so he could grow herbs. Naboth, the neighbor, told him no. Ahab was feeling more dejected than ever when his wife Jezebel found him. Like any concerned wife, she asked him what was wrong. He told her, and then she concocted a plan to have Naboth killed so she could give her husband what he wanted. Remember, Jezebel served Baal and corrupted Ahab and all of Israel. This was so wrong in the sight of the Lord, and now there was new blood on their hands, the blood of an innocent man. God was angered and sent Elijah to tell Ahab how he wronged and angered God and how God was going to kill his whole household. Ahab felt horribly and humbled himself before God. Because he did, the wiping out of his family wasn't to be done while he was still alive. God is merciful, my friend. Let us go to him for the mercy we need. Chapter 22 is our last chapter in this book, and it shows us again of the power of God. We read about King Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, wanting to partner up with King Ahab, king of the Israelites, to go to war against Syria. God put a deceiving spirit in their prophets who told them they would win the war against Syria. There was only one prophet who told the true words from God. Ahab didn't want to ask him because he never prophesied anything positive. This time was no different. 
He told Ahab and Jehoshaphat the truth, which wasn't what they wanted to hear. So he was put in prison. Ahab was killed in this war. His son ruled for two years and did evil in the sight of the Lord. Jehoshaphat followed after his father and did right in the sight of the Lord. He was spared in this battle, and he outlived Ahab and Ahab's son. Let's see what wisdom we find in Proverbs chapter 4. This chapter is all about wisdom and what is achieved through her. Solomon writes that his father David taught him wisdom and told him to keep God's commandments. He said if he walked in wisdom, then wisdom would keep, defend, and protect him. If he loved wisdom, she would guard him. If he prized wisdom, she would exalt and promote him. If he embraced wisdom, she would bring him honor. Verse 11 says, I have taught you in the way of skillful and godly wisdom, which is comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. I have led you in paths of uprightness. Friends, let us love, prize, embrace, and walk in wisdom. Then we read the warnings about the path of evil. It is insatiable for those who walk in it, and it is dark. However, the path of righteous is like the light of dawn that shines more and more brighter and clearer until it reaches its full strength and glory in the perfect day to be prepared. Yes, we look forward to the perfection of heaven. Until then, let us walk in wisdom and pray for endurance to walk in wisdom until our last day here on earth. Verse 23 says, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard for out of it flow the springs of life. We must proceed with all caution, vigilance, and diligence, prayer, and meditation. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your word that instructs us in the ways of wisdom. Help us cling to you and cling to the wisdom you impart to us. Strengthen us in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.